Twice a week, Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay dissect the biggest topics in Black culture, politics, and sports on their show, Higher Learning. They discuss the most important and timely conversations while also frequently inviting guests on the podcast and occasionally debating each other. Check out Higher Learning on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat. I'm your forever 24-7 champion, Peter Rosenberg, joining you from uh, New York City. Just a couple hours down 95 South, my good friend, the EST of CHP, SGG, is here. That's right. I'm happy to be here, too. Um, And all the way, 3,000 miles west... At the uh, estate known as Dipper Lago, we have thirty-five under thirty-five. Yeah, palatial estate uh, known as Dipper Lago, we have thirty-five under thirty-five Dipperstein. I'm uh, in my own elimination chamber in my head this week. <laughs> my head is in is a chamber of elimination. What are your thoughts? I I want to know what that means. I hear voices in my head. Oh, you hear the voices? I'm hearing the voices. I'm hearing. Them. Well, let's uh, let's get started this week. Uh, SGG, will you give us the uh, you want to give us the rundown again of potential news items? So the three biggest headlines that I saw this week was that we have now a former WWE superstar who was recently released, has joined the creative team. Okay, Um, Kenny Omega appeared on Wrestling Observer Radio with Dave Meltzer and broke his silence on Cody Rhodes AEW exit. And then The Mm -hmm. Undertaker was announced for the WWE Hall of Fame um, class of 2022. Mm. I have a hot I take on that last one. Shirt. I, 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 have a, I have a hot take on the last one. I, I don't think Undertaker's a Hall of Famer to me. Comes up just short. 
Just short. I, when you think about the, you know, Tory Wilsons, you yep. know, um, Coco is in there. Of course, of course, Coco. We would. I just don't know that Undertaker rises to the level. That's that's my hot take. I don't know well, if he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, let's be honest. He was never he was never as beautiful as a Tory Wilson. Great point. He, and he, he was never, never as beloved as a baby face as as Coco Beware. Never, never. Uh, no, Coco he, he didn't was have a over that, like Rover <laughs> as a kid. And this is not a joke. We are serious about. No, this. Well, I'm Go serious about the part that he was over like Rover. That part is. He serious. was over. He he was over. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to um, say there's only in the last maybe ten years there's only a few times that I've actually cried, and those times have pretty much only been when the Undertaker comes out at WrestleMania. Wow! And they so were all his retirement serious problems. <laughs> and so, um, I finally I, I think we'll get to see that one more time at the show proper this year in Dallas, not just on SmackDown. And if Natalie or Skylar or whoever I'm going to be with can just please bring me some Kleenex. You'll be, really you'll be crying up a for. storm. Yeah, I'm going to be crying. I'm going to be crying. I'm going to, be, I'm going to need to be consoled. Because this is really it. This is the final entrance. This is the final one. Can I ask you guys a question? SGG, you, you, you use Twitter quite a bit. I do. Last night, I tweeted, 13 hours ago, I, I, I tweeted it, went to bed, didn't think of it. I tweeted, I give Kanye credit. He has 170,000 people watching him play unfinished demos in the dark. <laughs> and, and I went to bed and didn't think of it. And that tweet now has 24,000 likes. Why, why is that, SUG? It's really not a, a deep thought. It's funny. Uh, you, it's a compliment to Kanye, and people love Kanye. Uh, but I it has to be to more the, than that. It has to be more than that. How, now it, how many comments? Like, what's the ratio on it? What's the, what's the comments? Uh, oh, don't get me started on ratios. I, I never understand what a bad ratio is versus a good ratio. That's how washed oh, I am. Hold, it has, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. It has 136 comments, 1,800 okay. retweets, and 24,000 likes. likes oh, you're doing Lord. good. You're doing good. So wait, what, a ratio is bad if it has more comments than anything else? Yeah. And comments could include the the quote retweets, which are just people like, they not only are dunking on you, but they want everybody to see that they're dunking on you. So instead of just going into your comments, they quote it so that everybody can see them. But it's so dumb, SGG, because everyone uses that whole thing of of of, of being ratioed like it's a thing that someone should feel bad about. But if you also it, it only if you also online. if you ask a question, if you ask a question with your tweet where you want an actual answer, that will get ratioed too. Yeah, but I mean people people differentiate between like a hot ah, take that just gets slandered versus uh, a question seeking knowledge and encouraging participation. Like there's no no bad ratio on a on a good faith question that encourages uh an conversation answer. and thought. But but uh but a hot take that just gets gets dumped on that ratio. I mean, it shouldn't hurt. Like it's not a real thing, but it does look bad. Oh, people hate it. People really like the sugar. The sugar that ratio yep. was, was insane. So he got my cousin last week got ratioed bad. He did. He did. And I I couldn't he even did. find the tweet. That that's how removed I am. Could not find it. Now, um, Dipperstein. Uh, yeah. 
you're really going to cry again for The Undertaker? I mean, I just like, want to say one more thing about the Kanye West of it all. Let's okay. circle back to the Kanye West of it all. Please. There is a moment about seven and a half to eight minutes into the documentary, the first episode, where they are watching wrestling in said that. the apartment. Yeah. I don't know if anybody saw it, but I saw pedigree, I think, on the television. And it's just a quick little flash. And I'm like, ah, I love Kanye West. <laughs> Kanye's back. He's a great guy. Well, and it, 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 it reminded me, when you said that, it reminded me of this song. Let it play for a minute, Spotify. We'll cut it off quick. Here we go. Gorilla Monsoon rap. All the shorties like, who that? Got the whole crowd like, how do you do that? You get smacked till you blue, black, and your crew. So you don't ever forget Gorilla Monsoon rap. Talib Kweli featuring, produced by Kanye, featuring Kanye Pharaoh Monch and Black Thought. So there was is some Kanye wrestling West thing. The mark? There's some. Well, yeah, there's something at least going. He on. Was. It, it, it appears there's something going on, of some hmm. sort. You hmm. never know. You never know. I'll tell you what. I am. Every, anyone who follows me knows, but I know there's some people who listen who thank God. I, I'm so happy for you. Don't participate in social media at all. The the evolved the evolved listeners of our our show, and. To you guys, because you probably didn't see it on my social. Yeah, I'm obsessed with the Kanye doc. Did a full podcast about it with uh, Syfe this week. And by the way, I'm I'm so frustrated. Syfe dropped a huge gem on the podcast this week, and it was completely. It's it's complete. What he said, I was like, oh my god, really? And it got completely exposed apparently in the episode that came out today. Sife dropped last week on the episode, I don't know if you heard SGG, that Dave Chappelle used to regularly dress up as the bear. Wow. Sife was like, oh, he did it a lot for fun. He just wanted to dress up as Kanye's as the as the mascot. And then someone just added me on Twitter. In today's episode, they show Dave Chappelle taking the bear thing off. <laughs> That's insane. So your scoop lasted a week. My, well, yeah, and you had to notice it. You had to be among the... The one ep is life loyalists who heard it. But if you haven't, no matter whether you hate or love Kanye and uh, plenty of reasons for both, I couldn't recommend the doc anymore. It is a I think it's beyond the matter, Jace. I think for the doc, though, and the thing that Kanye benefits from is that his fans are fully willing to delineate between like old Kanye, hip hop head, Louis Vuitton, Don and like MAGA Kanye. And they have been able to separate the artist uh, from the art and still give the old Kanye his flowers. And, and so this documentary should do, do really well just well, on that basis alone. It kind of shows that he was always the same Kanye. That's sort of what I got from it. That's from interesting. The episode. <laughs> my, my, immediately when he starts getting in the car and talking about how he's this and he's that, like I was like, oh, you've always, always been, been this guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting take, too. And, you know, some people give me a hard time. They'll say, like, you know, how dare you kind of uh, you're so critical of him all the time. And now you love the documentary. And I'm like, well, yeah, can't one just be honest about everything they see? Like, I hate when he says stuff I hate. 
And I love when I see stuff that reminds me of what I love. Like I, I have to just be a fanboy who either accepts it all or be a hater who hates it all. Like can't no, we just have crazy. human thought and process information? No. You that know? doesn't make sense. But they're like that though. They <laughs> want you to choose. They want your mind made up. I have a question for you. Have you ever seen The Sopranos? I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> huge, huge, huge fan. Getting um, back to I will be crying at WrestleMania. I'm going to cry. The moment that the gong hits, tears start pouring down my face. I start looking at other people like I do on an airplane when there's turbulence to make sure that people are reacting I'm in the same way that I am. <laughs> SGG, couldn't you have foreseen a, another world here in which Dip gets on the air today and goes, enough with The Undertaker? <laughs> I could. Because well, I, mean, I mean, we've been the, the celebrating. Let's be clear. It's 10 the, full minutes. It's insane. The package, the package is, te- is longer than a match on TV. Mm-hmm. And... And and by the way, it's all deserved. He's obviously a you know yeah. a, a, an incredible icon. However, we've been celebrating the man for a decade straight. That's I what mean, I was going to say not, he he's it's, it's been multiple retirements, multiple retirement matches, returns from retirement, documentary um, series. Yeah, it's too much docu series. Um, now let me ask you guys this: Do you think he should be the only one inducted in this class? Should it be like Undertaker? Warrior Award. And that's, that's what Bubba Ray Dudley or... said yesterday. He oh, really? Said it should be, he should be the only one. I mean, I guess. I mean, I've seen yeah, some takes. I've seen in. some people jump on that bandwagon. Listen, I, I don't, I don't hate it just because their classes are now too big anyway. Like they actually kind of need to slow down. Um, although we know what they love to do, which is induct like three people who we don't think should make it and then have 12 unbelievable wrestling icons who also get thrown in and they just get a shout out at the end of the night. So, you know, it's not that there aren't enough people to put in. It's just the people that they choose to highlight on television are usually not who we as hardcore wrestling fans are excited to celebrate. Yeah. Who do you think is going to induct him? I think Ooh. Kane. Kane, yeah. I think it'll be Kane. It it's not going to be Vince. Vince it, is not going to do a whole soliloquy out there. It, 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 he is among the very few who it could be Vince. I don't know. I'm Maybe. not saying it will be, but he's among the very few where it could be. If things hadn't gone crazy here, um, I wonder if Shane would have been possible. Undertaker or uh, Stone Cold. Yeah, maybe Stone, Stone Cold. Cold. Shawn um, Michaels. Brett. Shawn makes the most sense. Brett and Shawn make the most sense. Um, yeah. But I could see it being Kane. It's going to be Kane. But I mean, Fine, I don't see it, be it being Kane. Vince. I mean, Vince didn't do it for Stone Cold. Vince didn't do it for Brett, Shawn. The Undertaker. Vince, did Vince do it for Hogan? I don't think he did it for Hogan. No, Vince. Vince. Vince doesn't basically no. Vince doesn't come out like he doesn't even show himself. Um, what about? Hold on. Let's go. Let's get a little deeper here. What about like the Godfather? True. Or you know Henry Godwin. I could be the Godwins. <laughs> you know, I mean, someone from the, his crew. It could be that. It could be the whole crew. Well, could be the left? whole crew. Um, who's left? I was Savio, 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 Godfather, Godfather. The Bone Street crew is Crush, Godwins. Henry Godwin, Midian, Fuji, 
Paul Bear, Godfather, Rikishi. Okay. Samu, Savio, Undertaker, Yoko. So they're half gone, basically. Half gone. God, man, that's so sad. It really is. It's a lot. Crush, Fuji, Paul. Yoko. Yoko. Also, I got to say, that's like a murderer's role of guys that would literally legitimately beat your ass. Well, that's the, that's the, the crew. In the 90s. Yep. I mean, <laughs> like, that's, I think that's how the bone, I think that's how the bone street crew found each other. Do you think Even you would fo- have been accepted into that crew? Um, had they been, had you been around in 1995? It's a great, great I might've been, I, I mean, if I was, if I was my age now in 95, like in 95, I was like a, what? 10 year old. There's no way I'm, I, I'm I would have been like dip. I would have been like the Larry David commercial. I would have been like going up to everyone and going, oh, we don't want to dis- disturb the Bone Street crew. For putting creamer and different creamers in right. your coffee. They're, at, they're at making catering. fun. I know they're they're tormenting me. Galore. Oh, we all got to bow down to them. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's it's me and an IRS. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that was a good Montoya question. Are, are just are just like pointing and, and laughing at them. Oh, look how tough they think they are. Yeah, and then they so, say like, "What's on, that?" I'm like, nothing, who, nothing. Who do you think you would be down with if you were if you were a wrestler in the late '90s? You got the Click, you got the Bone Street Crew, <laughs> even um, on screen factions. Would you be in the Million Dollar Corporation? I think I would have been very close with uh, with Johnny Polo and Isaac Yankum. Sure. I was I, I I'm very into oral health. True. Um, you know, I, I, my mother was a dental hygienist. Great I point. think she would have, she would have wanted me to, to befriend Isaac Yankum. He probably would have been the guy I would have buddied up with. What do you think? Who, what about you, SGG? Oh man. I don't know. I mean, probably by default, I would have ended up in the nation. Yeah. That's mm. not a bad, that's not, that's not a bad. That's nine, bad like, that's like 97 either. though. Early nine, early nineties, ninety five. Probably would have been, been your ninety. Probably would have been in the corporation. Friend. I probably would have been in the corporation. You think so? Yeah, I'd I'd have worked my way into the corporation. Mm-hmm. What about Listen, everybody's got a price? Do you think you would have been friends with Mantar? Of course, a, a mythical beast. Mm. Oh, he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah um, of course. Okay, Peter, eat, um, eating all the Italian food that you guys are eating now, you probably would have been very friendly with Bastion Booger. It's a great point. <laughs> I have been enjoying my share of Italian the last week or so. Wasn't there? Uh, Pete, Peter Rosenberg could imagine man is Salvatore Sincere. Salvatore Sincere, that's a good call. Uh, by the way, I know I know I like don't even know half these names. I was so out in this time. <laughs> I only know Isaac Yankum in in you know because I know now. I don't remember when that happened. What I was Bastion I was Booger. trying Bastion to Booger was so gross. He was great. Yeah, he um, was great, but he was gross too. At that time period, I was focused on breasts a thousand yeah, people, percent. Yeah, I had people. no thought of this. I was out. <laughs> I was I was attempting to lose my virginity a thousand percent. Peter, you're a you're a man of the people. Yeah, you sure. most likely would have been friends with Duke the Dumpster Drossy. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. true. I am a regular guy. I'd yeah. like to think I would have, you know, hung out with uh, Brett. No, you know, Brett didn't hang out with anybody. He was alone. That's what I, I would have liked that. I would have liked that. No, you know, you're, no, 
Whoever had a job that you were intrigued by, this is one of your strengths in life. You're very curious about other people's yeah, lives. Yeah, so maybe, you're, so you're maybe a, the you're goon. You're a great listener. Even so maybe the goon maybe I would have enjoyed. Yes. Oh, you would have probably enjoyed the goon. Hockey. We talk hockey, yeah. Yeah, you know sports. You, or what about, what about the brawler? Hockey. What about no, the brawler? You went with knuckleball, right? Um, Abe Knuckleball Schwartz? That, that might have been your guy. Don't you play baseball? <laughs> or is it because you play baseball because his name's Abe Schwartz? Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh god all right hold on sgg back to the news of the week uh that's out there who you wants said, to stop uh, this conversation i mean i know nobody nobody there's nobody but, there's but nothing kenny, this. kenny omega well no no for me i want to get out of it because i want it to be in an era where i could have more fun talking about people <laughs> yeah, yeah okay um <laughs> Kenny Omega talked to Dave Meltzer. God, I'll tell you one thing. Kenny's biggest flaw. He loves Dave Meltzer. By the way, shout out to the entire wrestling world that I saw who loves to take a dump on Meltzer, but the second they win one of his stupid Fakakta Observer Awards has to yeah. shout it out everywhere. Oh, thank you very much for the honor. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, who did that, though? I, f- I saw a bunch. I feel like I saw, everybody who uh, did it were also people who, like, big up his uh, stars and buy into his, his ratings and all that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I saw, I saw McAfee congratulate Excalibur. Hey, Vegas mirror. Random galore. I got to tell you, I mean, Excalibur might be the right guy. If it's, if it's play by, if it's based on play by play, he might be the right guy. Corey I Graves think deserves every award in broadcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Stop yourself. Yeah. But people don't understand what Graves does. They, they, don't, they don't get it. They, they literally dislike him because he's a heel. They literally hear the things he says and are like, he's mean. He's a jerk to people. He shouldn't win. They like, don't SGG even get his that. shtick. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because he's home. He's, he, no, although SGG is not a straight. SGG isn't a straight baby face, though. He roots for the, the head of the table. Exactly. Mm. Listen, he puts food on everybody's table. How are you going to work against that? It's a great point. So what did Kenny Omega say while he was hanging out with the biggest loser in pro wrestling, Dave Meltzer? So, and let me, so sorry, I should say in pro wrestling, on the outside of pro wrestling, Dave Meltzer. <laughs> there were a lot of quotes. I'm going to read some of them to you and then, and then get your thoughts. Um, Kenny Omega says, when this AEW thing first started, the most passionate person of our revolution, the most passionate person creating the us versus them mentality was Cody. So it's strange for him to just choose to up and walk away. Um, and then he also said, that's sort of where the Bucks and I differed from Cody. We never want to go to war with Vince in WWE. We just want to give people an option and get us a platform for our brand of storytelling and our style of wrestling. When Cody had his way of going about things, I wasn't sure how to follow up with that, nor was I interested. There was Kenny doing his thing, the Bucks doing their thing, and the Codyverse over there doing whatever it is that he does. So it seemed to me that um, that he's sort of throwing Cody under the bus a little bit in this AEW versus WWE quote unquote war that's been going on for the past few years. I think he was towing the line. I think the bottom line, I don't want to sim- oversimplify this because it's a huge story. And the, I read the whole Kenny Omega quote. I think the bottom line is that it started off great. Tony Khan was letting them make some decisions. Tony Khan decided about a year into the success I am now going to be making the decisions. This is way bigger than it was a year ago. I'm sorry, guys. This is my show. I'm the money behind this. You guys can consult with me, but I'm ultimately going to make all the decisions. And 
when it was time for Cody Rhodes to make a decision whether he was going to stay when his contract was up. He wanted creative control slash a, a boatload of more money. And the combination of that sort of led to a, I'm sorry, it's not going to happen ever, no matter what you say. And then that was, and then he, you know, an ego driven exit from the company is what occurred. And, um, and that's that I think, I, you know, I don't want to oversimplify it, but I think that that's really just the bottom line. And now we'll be in polka dots. I think for AEW though, <laughs> Cody was worth whatever, whatever he was asking for, he was worth because I don't, I don't agree. Of, I don't agree. You think about First like, of all, we don't know what he was asking for. True. We don't know what he was asking for, but whatever he needs to stay. You got to make it happen because you think about all the Come mainstream on. stuff that they were doing. It's all Cody. Cody had the go big show. Cody had the reality show. Every major celebrity and mainstream celebrity that appeared to be on that show appeared to be with Cody. And that only served to because to he probably made that the case. I'm just like, argue that you don't know what the you could argue that Cody is the reason that things. you could argue that Kate, Cody is uh is the reason that even have that relationship that they have with Turner, possibly. Um it's no. possible. I don't think it's so. Po- well, it's possible that he was part of brokering it. Certainly possible. I'm just saying, uh, but I, I don't. I don't. The ancillary things that he was doing on the network. I yeah, we don't not, know if that's. We valuable. don't know. I don't know. You don't know. None of us know how much that contributed to the success of Cody Rhodes and the success of AW. They he was prop. They they probably made the decision. Okay, who's going to be the face of this in ancillary situations? And they probably voted Cody. He probably wanted it too because he's an egomaniac. And so as a result of that, he became the, like the guy on the Turner to carry the Turner torch, which is fine. But we don't know what those ratings were. We don't know how much it really affected the ratings of AEW. We're talking in a vacuum. You know, I mean, Turner, Turner clearly liked Cody, though, right? Because they gave him the reality show. They well, gave I mean, him the spot they, on. If they were to do a reality show, who knows? We don't know if they leveraged that. show. They gave him the spot on that game show. You know what I mean? That go big show. We don't know the circumstances. About why and how he got those shows. There's a million. I believe me. I know these things. He, it's a, there's millions of factors why all that could have happened. Well, including saying. one, including one that he was leading the charge to be that guy, and he was like, yeah. "I'll be that guy," because the young bucks aren't going to be that guy. That guy that doesn't make sense. Kenny Omega, personality wise, is not that guy, and he was like, "I'll be the front facing guy." He the well, one that had sense, that guy saying, like. It could have been part of a deal wherein Turner can get the, the broadcast rights to AEW, but we also have we need this and many this amount of things. To, An- you know, ancillary shows. Right. We have no yeah, we have no idea. We but doesn't Cody leaving sort of mess that up though, right? Like if Turner if Turner brokered that deal where like you know we get the broadcast rights and then in turn yes, it'll you give it us this, this and this. If you if you if you lose the guy who's doing all those things, that has to hurt. They may put they'll put Darby Allen on these shows or something. Not Rhodes, Probably. Family, but I'm telling you, my guess is that they'll put another AEW star. I don't know who that could be. I have to think about it. Maybe Jungle Boy. <laughs> Maybe, put, though. Put, Maybe, though. Yeah, they'll put another star Maybe. on that show to be a judge. Well, but what do you what, think whatever. about what do you think about what Kenny's saying there that that Cody was the was the leading the charge on the the us versus them thing and that he was sort of like a passive participant in that? Do you buy I that? believe I believe that. I believe Cody's the one who has a deep history with WWE. Kenny doesn't, you know, I, I believe Kenny probably doesn't care. And and I believe Kenny could end up going to WWE at some point just to be like, Hey, I've never done it. I want to see if I can have one run here. But like Kenny Omega, it's been pretty clear the way he's handled his career, that he's not desperate for that relationship. And thus, I don't think feel spurned by it. 
But we know that Cody, with the history that his dad has, et cetera, it wouldn't it doesn't surprise me that he would be like, hey, they didn't really believe in me. They didn't allow me to be what I could be. I'm going to show them. I believe he could he could have spearheaded that more than anyone else. But here's here's why I don't buy it, though. Right. Here's why I don't buy that. You know, him and the Bucks was sort of along for the ride, because, I mean, you think back to when the Bucks were in New Japan. And this is before Cody's even released. Right. They're doing the two sweet bullet club with Kenny and all that. And then they get hit with the they allegedly get hit with a cease and desist. From then, they've been throwing shots at WWE. And then Kenny Omega even has tweets where, you know, he's he's going at WWE fans directly himself. And then you think about the, the Tony Khan promo from, I think it was this past summer, where he says, there's only room for one Khan in wrestling, and it's me. And, like, Tony Khan is taking aim at Nick Khan and trying to, trying to go that route with the feud over New Japan. So I think they all had their reasons and they all participated in the the us versus them mentality but they're looking Listen, at it now they're they, looking at it yeah. now with cody out of the fold as an opportunity to distance themselves from that because i mean chris jericho well, no, no. i think they, i think they, i think they feel i think they feel probably somewhat betrayed by him so yeah they're probably like i mean and why wouldn't they but i'll tell you i do personally believe that cody did have the most motivation against wwe I, I I do believe that. I don't think that's a big reach for them to say. That doesn't mean they didn't enjoy taking their shots. That doesn't mean that they weren't along for the ride, like they said. But I believe there's a world in which Cody was the one who had the most to say about it. He has the most experience. I would agree with that. Yeah. It's his life, you know? Like, they don't... Those guys are all indie dudes. Cody grew up WWE. That's what he knows. Yeah, I think, you know? Cody, I think Cody did have the most to say about it. But I just don't think that it was a a hard sell and that they begrudgingly went along with it. Well, listen, when people leave and there are breakups, uh, people also take sides and say things too. So, I mean, listen, this obviously was a a weird ending here, you know, and Cody also saw a lot of people come into AEW and get paid. And Cody probably felt like, what am I getting paid? Because I saw what you guys did for Brian. I saw what you did for punk. It's time for me to re-up. I was the first one here. What's up? So let me ask and you this, P. What's up? No, go ahead. No, and, and and if you were to, I would say, you know, if you were to poll the fans, you know, let if, if Cody had lost the locker room to some extent, Cody and Brandy were not that beloved by their peers at that point, and if they'd gotten grown to be difficult in any way, and then on top of that wanted the most money, and if you pay attention, the, the the AEW fan base isn't in love with Cody anymore. Like there was clearly like a, eh, we don't know about this. We don't know about that. We didn't like yeah. that promo. We didn't like this. We didn't like when Brandy said this. We didn't like that. I don't think, I think Cody might have overthought his leverage. And, and when he got into it, they were like, no. And then at that point, he probably was like, let me see what else is out there. And probably figured out his situation, assuming he does end up in WWE. Do you think so he's you just, that in his own head? Sorry, Ashiji, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you just answered the question I was going to ask you, or, or the series of questions was, is Cody as valuable or, or more valuable than some of these signings than a Daniel Bryan, an Adam Cole, a, a CM Punk? Um, in terms I think of we could legitimately rank them and he wouldn't be in the top five. As far as AEW stars, as far as like entertainment value and and meaning meaning meaningfulness to the brand, 
Is that inaccurate? I think I think he'd be right around five. I okay, think he's you know, up there. He'd be just in, in terms of meaningfulness. In terms of meaningfulness to the brand, right? Because these guys are are restless. So we see what they do in ring as performers. But I mean, it's tough to gauge how important he was um, behind the scenes just because of all the Turner stuff. And I guess we'll find out in the months and and. and I just wonder whether now was Cody building a slow build to turning heel. Or is he really a real life heel who thinks that he's being a baby face? Because it's either a brilliant thing he's been doing or like he's just not that likable and doesn't know it. I think that might be. It has to be the second one. It has to be the second one because he's never embraced. He's never embraced the I'm not likable. You know what I mean? And by like, the way, the I'm not likable thing is I'm, I'm overstating it because I don't think in real life Cody's an unlikable guy. I don't think he knows how to create a likable character. Yeah. Like, by the way, everything. Like, let me just be clear. The name American Nightmare, that's not a babyface name. The weird tattoo on your neck, that's not a babyface tattoo. Like, he does not fundamentally do the little things that sort of <laughs> endear you to people like a babyface. So maybe it's just that he doesn't know how to do that. Not that he's an unlikable guy. But that's why I find it fascinating to think about how WWE will decide to move with Cody, how big a spot he gets, and does he just get a big old baby face push? There's so many ways you can play it. There's just so many angles that you can go with. That's why it's great that they signed him. I'm surprised if they did. I'm surprised that that is what everyone believes is going to happen, is that he's going to end up in a major spot in WWE. But I think it's great from the standpoint of something happening. If he ends up in yeah. a major spot in WWE, I think it's a great result for 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 the fans. Um, I no think one so wants too. no one wants to see him be in that in the Logan Paul spot or or, or the uh, no one wa- no one wanted to see him be in the Morrison spot. Frankly, even though we love the Miz and I think Miz is one of the biggest stars in the company and always has been. But if he ends up in a major angle, it won't be an angle because they don't do angles. But if they end, if he ended up in a major spot against Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, that would be a very exciting match. People would really be excited about that. I, I think it's undeniable. I agree. I, yeah, I agree too. I, it's after Monday. I don't see how they get there, but um, but I think it'll be cool. My my prediction is that they is it, my prediction coming out of Monday, uh, is that Rollins and KO win the tag titles off of Alpha Academy. At WrestleMania. That's I think they they put Rollins in a tag match. For you, don't the think KO's, you don't think KO's getting Austin? I, I I don't know. I think that there's maybe an Austin spot. I don't think there's an Austin puts up puts on the boots match where he's, you know, crashes down and has the vest on. I don't think that that is happening. No, I don't have any Rich- information. I'm just I just don't I don't see him doing a full blown match and looking sub. I, mean, I know he looks great comparatively. But I don't think that he has a shirt off and has the black elbow pads and and does and or um, the black knee pads and does the whole thing. I don't think it's happening. No. Hmm. A boy can dream. I freaking love Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hey, but some dreams come true. I, my prediction is that he does some spot with KO, but that Seth and KO are in some sort of tag title contender match. I hope that's not the case, but I, I don't know. That's what I'm that's what I'm leaning towards today. So. Um, SG, was that everything? 
Um, no, the last bit of news was that a former WWE superstar is now on the creative team, and um, it was confirmed that Drake Maverick, who was um, announced as being released last year, late last year, is a part of the creative team. I mean, good for well, him. Welcome back. Love Drake. And he's a fantastic guy. <laughs> Cody tweeted an hour ago. So what do you guys want to talk about? I know. Tomorrow at 9, 8 central on TBS, a brand new Go Big show. <laughs> it's getting ratioed, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's, but, but real quick, SGG, it's getting ratioed comments to retweets, but not to likes. If likes is still higher than comments, are you good? Yeah, you should be good. So it's really about the comments. But it sounds like it's close it. then. No, no, no. His likes are crushing the comments, but the comments are also beating the retweets. Oh, no, that's fine. So it's really just comments can't be number one overall. Right. Got it. Got it. This is complicated. Then you know you get it crushed. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. All right, guys, let's uh, talk Elimination Chamber briefly. Not There's not that much to talk about. Um, nothing crazy happened. We got a Brock Lesnar championship. Then Kaz jumped on our uh, post-show green room and, and said that Bobby Lashley's injured. Has that been it's confirmed anywhere? Huge scoop. I haven't seen it confirmed anywhere. Um, WWE is certainly not, not um, confirming. They... They had Paul Heyman come out on Raw and mention that Bobby Lashley could be ready if he makes it out of concussion protocol for for to to face Brock Lesnar at a at the MSG show coming up for the WWE Championship. But but Kaz dropped a bombshell in the green room in terms of just Bobby Lashley being out and and possibly missing WrestleMania. And PW Insider. Asked sources about this. By the way, it says here that PW Insider asked WWE sources about Kaz's report. <laughs> <laughs> and Randy. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Former WWE writer Kazim Famuyide. Famuyide. I've never been able to say Kaz's last name. Can you, uh, SGJ? I, I say Famuyide. 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 I'm a Yeedy, yeah. Um, anyways, Kaz was the first to report that Bobby Lashley is legitimately hurt on the Ring of Wrestling show. 
He stated Lashley might have been injured since his match against Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble last month. Further added, Lashley might be out for at least four months, likely to miss WrestleMania. Look, Kaz pulling big quotes. You already know. But but it's not, but I guess there's no confirmation on this yet. Isn't Kaz is the needle mover? <laughs> Clearwise, Kaz. I got to ask Kaz where he got that jump from. <laughs> and he said he, he had it on clear? good authority. So it came from authority. That means it's one of one of four people, right? It's either Vince, Shane, Steph, or Triple H. Oh, yeah. so you think he's <laughs> like, you think even Kaz is like Jason Lee reporting the Queen's death. But then he said, he said good authority. So who, it, it had to be Shane then. Had to be Shane. Mm. Anyway, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but so Brock wins the chamber nice moment for austin theory i think we all agree <laughs> if you call if you call plummeting 20 feet <laughs> dude. yeah if you call jumping you know getting dropped 15 <laughs> feet or so off of the top of the pod onto the floor but it was a good showing he rose to the it occasion was. austin theory is a bona fide star in my opinion he gets rid of the goatee he could win the wwe championship what are your thoughts uh, listen, i think he agreed. has the potential i think he's a bona fide star he 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 had a major. You mean you mean, you mean you think you mean you think he will be a bona fide star? Yes, he's not currently a bona fide star. No, there are very few bona fide stars. But they legitimately think very highly of him. You can tell the guy's a great wrestler. Yeah. Let's face it. I I think so too. I don't even understand people who aren't excited about Austin Theory. I'm an Austin Theory fan officially. I think there's I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot there. So that was a cool moment. Um. SGG, we didn't talk to you in the green room. Uh, did you have any big takeaways from the chamber? I mostly agreed with what you said, quite honestly. Um, the show was fine. The It ended up giving us everything we thought we were going to get at WrestleMania. Now we know that Bianca Belair is definitely going to face Becky Lynch. Um, Brock and Roman is definitely going to be a title for title. I, I agree with you that they're definitely not going to update that graphic. That is going to be the match that we're going to get. Wait, so wait, hold on. SGG, so did you did you go back and listen to the green room? I did. So I you did. you heard, Dip and I were just laughing about it. So you heard when I got spicy and got mad and started talking trash to people? <laughs> I did. <laughs> it was perfect. I heard you even used the word spicy. You even used, I love it. Um, but it, <laughs> it was also, spicy. listen, it was also true what you said about Lita. Like, we love her. She is an icon. Um, her performance wasn't quite where I would have wanted it to be, but also her level of difficulty for the moves and and, and her skill set is much higher. Um, she could still be worked into a WrestleMania moment. And by the, yeah. that's the thing. So if, if you missed the if you missed the green room and you can listen to it on the on the feed, I got into an argument with some of the other guys there who were just like, what I what I didn't like about it was not that I don't want to give Lita her flowers. Of course I do. But I don't, it was like, as Ebro often says on our show, the conversation was a little bit a part of the wussification of America. <laughs> like, we have to talk about it in this way that's so sensitive. She just deserves to be treated like she's perfect. No, she's awesome, and I want more. And in yeah. fact, I wanted, I wanted it to not end in Saudi Arabia. I mean, they made it sound as if they thought there was no more perfect a way for Lita's career to end than in front of the crowd in Jeddah. And I'm like, no, I think WrestleMania in America would probably be the place to end a yeah. legendary career. And she's had one WrestleMania match. And it, it goes Why not to, give her one more? It goes back to what you said earlier, too, that like, you know, loving somebody 
if you really love them, you got to be honest about it. Get like that means that giving those critiques when they're due, and that's what you did with Lita. Like we love Lita. That's not that's not a not question. even in question. Is SGG Every, SGG? Do you have a fever? Can somebody check I, SGG's Kepi? And I know see why is he agreeing? Why is he agree- he's agreeing with everything we're saying? Tonight. What's going on here? Listen, listen. Is when Chris, you're right, can Crystal, take your temperature. When you're right, room? when you're right, you're right. I heard nothing. I heard nothing that I disagree with. <laughs> the only thing that was said in the green room that I disagreed with was when people were like, um, "Oh, I'm not booing moms" or something like that. It was like one. I think we got conf- confirmation later that Lita was not. Lita's a mom. not a mom. Yep. Um, which number two? You're allowed to boo moms. Exactly. <laughs> number two, I'm booing moms. <laughs> like so, what? Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I think people. I think what I disagree with people on is when they err on the side of being like, for lack of a better word, so PC that you're saying things that you're now placating the person. Like you don't need to placate them. Like Lita's a legend. Lita had to go through and deal with times when there were bikini contests. Her character was basically turned into this raunchy version of her. That's not who she is. She had to survive all of that. Okay. She's been through a lot. She can handle hearing it wasn't the single best wrestling match she's ever put on in her career. And why not keep going and give us another one? Like, I, I don't think that's a, she said later on Instagram, Lita said, like, if that's the end, then I'm so grateful, blah, blah, blah. If it's not the end, I'll be back and better than I was last time. She exactly. said that. Exactly. She and knows it was, yeah. by the way, and it, it was a decent match. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hate the match with Becky. I just didn't love how we got there. It didn't feel like it had the je ne sais quoi. It didn't have the, the oomph that I was looking for. It was oomphless. And it was an oomphless match. It was yeah. oomphless. And the whole, well, let's be honest. It was an oomphless pay-per-view. Uh, um, there was there no. Wasn't an oomph in sight. I was an, looking for oomph everywhere. I couldn't find you any. You couldn't find, no, no. There was not an oomph to be found. And, you know, it got us to where we knew we were going to get. But I was kind of looking for them to maybe throw us, yo, on one of these shows. It's like the only curveball we've ever gotten on a Saudi show, a big one. Although the last Saudi show, I think, was the best one. Um. Elimination table was, or the one, one from the summer? No, the one from the summer was the best yeah. one. Yeah. But the only, oh my God, moment we've ever really had was when, for, for better or for worse, when Goldberg beat Bray. Yeah. With a hip toss. And we were like, what? <laughs> so, I can't anyways, see Goldberg we, anymore. I can't see Goldberg. I can't do it. I, 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 can't, I can't. I can't. I can't. He actually had a okay. decent showing, though. I'll say for, for, it for was, what, what do you mean? What SGG, he didn't do, I didn't, I didn't, I was actually driving, I was getting the car during it that five-minute match. He just, but he didn't mess it up. He didn't have any struggles. He did yeah. not. He did not struggle, have any struggle. Good. And that, and, and, you know. He can now competently lose in five minutes. Yeah, no, which is a credit to him, right? Because he's, he, he's lowered the bar yeah. so much. <laughs> he's lowered the bar <laughs> so much that when we, when he performs, we expect to see him stumble through a match and then, and then pull out the big win. And then, you know, with, uh, with Roman, he didn't do that. With Brock, he didn't do that. So, you know, if he can... If he and ends, so was it just a clean Roman just beat the living no. hell out of him and no, hit him? Bro, no, th- no, it was, no. It was even. Him. Oh, and, him, and he, Goldberg he went hit, up for the hit two spears, right? And he, instead of him lifting him up on the jackhammer successfully, Roman grabbed his neck and guillotined him and he, he tapped. He tapped or he fell asleep? I think he tapped. tapped. He turned. Okay. It looked like he turned purple and tapped. Okay. And there was random blood coming out of different uh, thin parts of his skin in his body. You got to watch it. 
<laughs> you have to watch out for them. Yeah. You just have to, right? Yeah. Am I right? Am I right? Look, man, let Goldberg be inducted into the Hall of Fame. He deserves it a thousand percent. Isn't he already Isn't in? Is he in already? Is he? He's already in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Fine. Let him have his Hall of Fame spot. Everyone's in the Hall of Fame, by the way. I mean, it, we're, you know, we're moments away from being inducted, which we should be. Um, I, I think I no, think we, we absolutely should be. Should be. In the 24-7 wing of the Hall of Fame where you can access at all hours, Peter Rosenberg should be right there next to R-Truth, I think. Peter, you're going on a, almost a seven-year run with, with a year in between. I know, by the way, that's the most WWE part of the whole thing is that I was gone for a year. It's the most, the <laughs> yeah. only way to be even more WWE is to randomly one day be banished from TV and then return. That's the only, it's, it's the <laughs> most WWE thing you can do. <laughs> Seriously, no, it's a longer run than Hungy Tonk. I, I know that's, better, that's wild to too, think about. My, way, my first, I think my first time on TV for them was the end of 16. It was. And we're in 22 now. Mm-hmm. So if you go back to when we were kid times, that would be someone's, you know, being around generally from like 80, 85 to 91. Yeah. Or 88 to 94. No, a lot of people were gone. Bro, it's a Hogan run. It's a Hogan run. You come in, you start right on top. You take that break at, out for a year. Because remember, after <laughs> Macho Man won the title, Hogan was gone for a year. True. He came back He's right. and went right back to the top. <laughs> Hogan was 84 to 90. You know, three, three. Yeah, I, I, I gave the title to Macho Man Sammy Savage for a year, and then <laughs> I did. came back. Oh, you did! <laughs> wow, it's very, very. I've been very fortunate. Very excited for more. And and Dip and I are working on some cool things right now for the for the next year. We'll some other Rosenberg wrestling uh, WWE ventures to see. So we're working on some things. We're tweaking. We're tweaking and poking, poking right. and tweaking. That's right. Um, SGG, what else? Is that that's it? We we covered everything there is outside the ring. We did. We talked about chamber elimination. Uh, let's talk about the Logan Paul of it all. Um, yeah. I got to tell you guys, I I know, I know. Listen, it is what it is. He's very good in this spot. I know. He's. I'm not, I really. I'm not disagreeing I, with that. I enjoy him. He's the Paul I like. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> all things are relative. He's not. You know, whatever. But. I think he's talented and charismatic. He's actually a kind of a real like personality and um, maybe a real fighter too. You know, I think he's, he kind of adds a weird mix of being somewhat credibly tough at this point with his, you know, ability to get eyeballs. My question is what if they pay him or does he just do it because it's fun? Because how could they make a dent? They definitely are paying him and they're paying him well. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. What's well? Let's just let's just toss it around. Million bucks. What's well? Yeah, I think so. I think it's seven figures. You yeah. okay? Let's let's let's. You know what? Let's up it. Let's say it's twenty five. Let's say it's two point five million, which I think is too high for sure. But let's say it's two point five million. He's gonna have to do multiple TVs, a handful of TVs at least, plus WrestleMania. The interesting thing about this, when when Logan Paul has one fight on pay per view. He's easily clearing 20 million in the night, maybe 30 million in the night. So it's interesting to me that he wants to do it. He clearly thinks it's valuable, I guess, to just be on cable television every week. He must love wrestling too, by the way. And he must be having fun. 
um, and be like, oh, I'll get to have a match with the Mysterios. Okay, that's pretty cool. He, but I think in terms of a celebrity guy, it's not the worst play. No. They'll get legit booze. It'll be fun. You know what? As long as they tell us any any version of a story, I'm good with it. That's it. All I want is a story that goes along with it. I don't hate Logan Paul. I think he's mage. I'm just saying, I don't just throw him out there and just have them talk shit to each other in the ring for the next few oh. weeks. Give me something that tells a story that I'm compelled by that I'm like, I cannot wait to see this guy fight Dominic. Well, you know, the, I mean, we'll see if they can do that for us, honestly, because it does look like they're just going to come out, draw Jack a little bit, and then that will be the setup for WrestleMania. Well, that's how it started, certainly. It certainly started as as very basic, but you have time now. You've got six weeks. They they could tell a story here where, like, you know, they torment the Mysterios, and, you know, there there's there's yeah. room here, and he's got the Miz, so... Now, just to clarify, are we confusing Logan Paul with his brother? Because Jake Paul is the one who who does Who's all the, more the boxing legit fighter. fights. I know they're Logan Paul had one they're, fight. They're interchangeable. <laughs> well, it's it's a it's a great point. Jake Paul is now the more legitimate of the fighters. Jake Paul is the boxer. Is the boxer who I've yeah. been watching yes. every fight. What? Exactly. I mean, they need have. to change their look to look a little different than each other. They look exactly the same. They're the Why? same person. What if, what if they were the same person? <laughs> hey, My I haven't seen them in the, the same place at the same time. Yes, and thank you for correcting that because um, the only thing that Paul has that that Logan Paul has that seemed super legit was the Mayweather fight. Okay, um, that's pretty but, legit. But remember, but that's the thing. He had the fight versus Mayweather in which he didn't look like a total fool. So it left me feeling like he was the more credible one because all I've seen is Jake Paul beat up Tyron Woodley, who's not a boxer, whereas I saw Logan Paul not get destroyed by Floyd Mayweather, and I was pretty impressed by that. Um, but he just seems like the less hateable in real life of the two. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. You know why? Because Logan Paul is the one who went through the thing. He had he made the huge mistake and he got like shut down for two years oh, when he went yeah. into that like suicide forest in Japan. Yeah. And, like and filmed. He, he and filmed it and, and did made a terrible decision. And he was so he was destroyed after that. And I think the result is I think he seems like a better. He seems like a more humble dude. Um, his brother seems like the more obnoxious Nosley one to me. But maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Maybe I can't even keep track of them. Well, we don't know. But. <laughs> Either way, he will be in the Bad Bunny spot. I wonder if Bad Bunny will be in a Bad Bunny spot. I don't know if we need like both Pauls. But but if we have Paul and Bunny back, they're literally just repeating last year's celebrities. Oh, plus you know Johnny, probably Johnny Knoxville, too. I would have liked to have seen, and I said this on the green room, I was joking, but like seeing Logan Paul versus Bad Bunny would be interesting. Yeah, that's would be something. It would. You know what, Tim? It's a great point. If and you had a veteran Logan right Paul, now at this point, too. <laughs> Logan Paul managed by Miz versus Bad Bunny managed by, well, it couldn't be Priest anymore, but maybe the Mysterios? Yeah. That actually would yeah. have been, oh, because Mysterio and Bunny had the moment in the rumble, and then, and then Mysterio gave him the mask afterwards. So they have their little connection there. Somebody figure this out. Yeah, I, I don't hate Logan Paul versus Bad Bunny. It, it would, would be, be and you'd be, and you'd be like, "What are we gonna get here?" Too, you don't know what we're gonna get. It would be scary to watch. It'd be fun. 
I would be so impressed though if Logan Paul could take a bunny destroyer. He seems like a somewhat athletic guy. They're both great, but I don't know if they would. Tr- it would be enough. There'd be enough trust there, physical trust between the two of them. You need the Miz to carry one of them through a match. I don't think. I mean, they're both great and they can both wrestle. But oh yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if they hurt e- like they hurt each other? Well, They'd I don't know if Logan can Lord. wrestle. I don't know if Logan. There have to be training and training. Yeah, Bad, Bad Bunny can wrestle. Bad, Bad, I feel like Bad Bunny can carry a match at this point. <laughs> no, I, you know what I mean. Don't worry, don't worry, Logan. Don't worry, Logan. I got it. Yeah. I've been Bad Bunny's calling this thing. I, I've been wrestling for thirty years. I know what I'm talking about. Okay, I know who can carry a match. Yeah, can. you've been around. You've been around. Yeah. Um. Anything? Any other? What were the, any? Any other big takeaways from Raw or SmackDown this week? Well, certainly not SmackDown because that was a recorded episode to set up the Chamber. But from Raw. Um, no big takeaways. I'm just, I'm just excited oh, to I just, really see this match. Though I'm not gonna lie, this Brock Lesnar see what? match. Which one? Rock and It'll Roman. It'll be fun. Yes. Oh, they, fun. they did make it. They did make it officially title versus title. Yeah. Yeah. Winner take all. Title versus title. I just it guys, is title versus guys, title a thousand percent. I am most worried about the two main women's matches. Yeah. I don't think Becky and Bianca, or I don't think Becky and Bianca is exciting. I am begging you again. I'm begging again. Please tell me a story rather than the two of them talking about, I was a two-time champion. I'm the history of this, the history of that. I can beat you up. No, No, you can beat me up. Please tell me a real story. One thing, I want something. Dip, if, if that's your critique of Becky and Bianca, then I just have to say that you've been missing the whole story because ever since Bianca, Be- I Bianca tuned it was out champion, it means nothing. Bianca was champion. Becky came back, beat her in 26 seconds, and then has been doing everything she can to keep her out of earning a championship. And the only way that Bianca could eventually earn that championship was to do it in the elimination chamber where Becky couldn't interfere. Because remember, Bianca could have been facing her at, I think it was the Royal Rumble, but Becky interfered and had her face dewdrop. And I think Bianca even even addressed this in the promo on Monday night, which I thought was a great line. When she said, "You know, you told me to go to the back of the line, I went to the back of the line, and now I'm here again, and there's nothing you can do about it now. We're definitely on a collision course." But also, even throughout that collision course, though, Becky has constantly interfered to keep her keep knocking her down a peg. So I wouldn't say they haven't been telling a story. I think they've been doing really it's well. It's just at an in-ring competition story. Get outside of the ring. Get personal. Go to each other's homes. Let me see something happen between the two. Oh, of you them. want to be? I know that one one beat this one in twenty-one seconds. One has this many titles. One can made, made this yeah, one. You're, in the you're back both. Of the line. You're both it's right. In ring. Yeah. You're both you're both right. SGG, you did a good job breaking down what the actual story I is. I agree. The problem but, is the problem is your version of it was way more succinct and like, oh yeah, that is logical. Then I think it's felt over the last seven months live time. You know, if you're if you're jumping in and out and you're watching and you're not thinking about it that analytically, dips right in the sense to me that it is just sort of a thing. Like the only thing I remember about the story is twenty six seconds. And, and 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 to your point, actually, that's what they're going to use is the 26 yeah. seconds. I don't hate Dip's idea, though, of <laughs> you want to be let's go, let's go. Let's go a level deeper. Let's come on, man. And by the way, with the women, I feel like we've barely gotten any stories like that. It's so often competition based. Like, I, I would like to feel, you know, a little more from them. But I don't know what it would be, 
but that's not my job. I think but that's I agree. I, I do want to hear more than six weeks of promos of them saying, you came back and... Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah, I think that's twofold, though. Right? There's two... <laughs> I think there's two reasons for that, right? I think one is because just society probably isn't ready for women to like be breaking into each other's homes and going there. And then two, just in the history of what? wrestling, women didn't women didn't have those competition-based storylines. Right? Because even think about like when it was Paige and Charlotte, right? And Paige made the comment about Reed Flair. Everybody was like, oh, mm-hmm. that went too far. When the Bella Twins went and had their feud and Nikki said, I wish, or maybe Bree, somebody said, I wish you died in the womb. It was, oh, you went too far. These are things that men are able to say to each other and nobody bats an eye. It's like an awesome layer to the story. But whenever women go there, they get a bit of pushback. And then in terms of the competition-based stuff, the women just have I don't agree with you. That's the reason. I don't agree at all. I don't agree with that reasoning. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that you're wrong about society. I don't think that's the reason it's not happening. No, I don't think that I don't think that's the reason that it's not happening either. But I'm just saying that like if it if it does happen though, (laughs) if it does happen, it's it's they get a lot of pushback when they go there. They do get a lot of pushback when they go there. And then in terms of the competition based stuff, you know, you think about the attitude era and and previous eras, women didn't even really have those competition based storylines of like, I'm great one is at the, what one, I do. It's not apples to oranges. I'm not saying that that, that is it's nothing to do with that. It has to do with entertainment. And I'm telling you, it just it's not entertainment. I can literally fast forward through that segment, and the result is the same. Whether whether like nothing changed for me, the story no, nothing moved itself forward. In, in the two of one of us, they're both standing in the ring talking smack to each other. There is no story. It's just talking smack. I would say, SGG, I hate that T-shirt. And I can I think I can beat you up. And and I don't like the way you podcast. And you could say, Dipperstein, I hate black sweatshirts. And I hate your glasses. And your sound isn't as good as mine on the podcast. But at the end of <laughs> the day, what, what's, what, is, what are we saying here? Th- that's you know what you're what, saying? You're saying it's this, Dip. You're saying a wise man once said. It's spiceless. It's, right? just, it's spiceless. It's, it's a perfect way to it's describe spiceless. it. Give me something. I'm not saying you need to bring the men into it, but if they did, I don't know. Maybe, um, you know, Montez has something to say to Becky or, or something. Maybe he disrespects their marriage. She disrespects their, their relationship. I'm not saying you need imagine to go this. there, but that's interesting. Imagine the men, imagine the men seconding their, their woman. You, you know, know, just that would be get different. a little bit spicier. It's spiceless. I need what a about story this? to be compelled what about to this? Never, see the two of them. Never forget this. Rosenberg says he was like, wow. Yeah, I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's spiceless. They tell a great story in the ring. The competition is the highest level, Becky and Bianca. Um, I like the two of them together feuding, but I just need to be more compelled to see the two of them wrestle in a, in a ring other than you've beat me, I beat you, this and that, I hate you, you hate me. It's not compelling. The wrestling itself is compelling, but the story is not. <sighs> then again, I feel you. happy to see, I, I love seeing Bianca on top again. She's like mage. So that's good. I hope she wins. No, no, no. I, I, she better win. But the, th- the, thing, the thing is, w- with the exception of like a couple of weeks where we were kind of worried, um, 
it's been kind of clear for a while now that Bianca would stay close enough to to end up in the spot. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, all right, guys. Anything else from uh, this week's Raw? Um, or Dip uh, or, or SGG? Anything from last week's uh, Dynamite or Rampage? I'll throw a dip for mm. that one. Um, I'm a little bit bored by the Lance Archer. I know he's just sort of a placeholder, but I'm a little bit bored by the Lance Archer hangman page feud. I think the people doing right, the, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing. I think the people doing the best work on AEW right now are CM Punk and MJF. I think the dog collar match is awesome. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Obviously that'll be bloody and disgusting. And an is awesome that going to be at the pay-per-view? Yeah. Yes. I think I think that, that that's going to be a huge. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to watch it live. I have a, a prior commitment that night, which I'm upset about. Oh my god! No, no. Wow. Yeah. I think you know someone. I know you think you know people in this town, but um, <laughs> I'm I'm definitely into the MJF CM Punk feud. And I got I got to tell you, the Moxley Daniel Bryan thing. Hmm? What? I, I, I thought last week was very good. I thought last week was good. I I, I thought that. I didn't watch. Well, tonight I obviously didn't watch yet. Last week, the sixteenth, I I enjoyed that promo with Mox and and Brian. It was good. I, I kind of liked. It was a good promo, and I like I I liked the. I'm not saying yes, but I'm not saying no. I I I, I kind of like it. But like, do we care if I they think, team up or not? Do we? You ultimately care. I mean, what do you mean? Well, why would I? I don't see a reason not to care. I, don't like, I think they'll be mage together. They're I care like, so much more about like when Wardlow finally turns on MJF and costs him the match ra- th- rather than do Daniel Bryan and Mox team up. Like w- I need a little bit more stakes in the team up. Why? Cause they're both. Well, awesome? I mean, is that why the team up the team up gets you to the eventual breakup, right? And yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. what I, that's but like I'm, that's too you know, obvious. I know you're right, but it's just too well, and obvious. it's AEW and it's AEW, so it's going to take a year and a half, <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. I can't wait for Kenny to come back. I just feel like it's awesome when Kenny's there. I don't. I, by the way, Jericho looks way better. He's lost fifty pounds. I mean, he looks awesome again. I don't think he's lost fifty pounds. He's lost weight. He looks more. He looks thinner and more fit. <laughs> maybe he's jumping ship next. Jericho, man. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, by the way, <laughs> he's getting, getting down to Vince weight. <laughs> I think I think the March 6th pay-per-view is going to be mage, though. They're going to pull out all the stops. They have Don't to. You think? Um, I didn't watch Sammy and Darby from last week yet. I don't think I, I don't, was, I don't was, remember it either. It's the main event. I don't think I, event I, don't, I think I had fallen asleep. Unfortunately, I hadn't watched it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You guys want to um do a little uh mailbag? Or can we do both? Oh sure. And I'm blacker than black and I 
Flipping the order. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black. And I'm black, y'all. I'm blickety black, blacker than black, black. I'm blacker than black, yo. Because I'm black and I'm black. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, guys. Looking back on this last week, who was the cream of the crop when it comes to black wrestling excellence? Uh, SGG, you yeah. want to go first? I'm going to start, and I'm going to give it to um, Carmelo, NXT that. North American champion. Wow, not what I thought. Trick Williams, Malik Blade, Idris Enofe, Lash Legend, and Alicia Taylor. Um, they took over the WWE NXT Twitter account. They hosted a Twitter Spaces, and they they just gathered around to to share their experiences as black people in wrestling, black wrestlers, um, you know, tell their stories. And they did it to celebrate Black History Month. The The conversation was recorded, so um, you can go to NXT's Twitter account and, and find it very easily. Listen, check it out yourself. And I recommend people do that. It was it was very insightful, and I thought it was a, I thought it was cool that they that they were able to do that and just be so open about um, their experiences um, and sharing their stories of blackness in, in pro wrestling. Um, it was it was a real honest conversation. Alicia Taylor hosted it. They they touched on a lot of topics that um, you honestly wouldn't expect people to to go there, given how the WWE corporate structure is, and they're so. They're so rigid and there's so many channels to get one line said on TV that they just gave these people the freedom to express their experiences unfiltered um, for the listening audience. So I encourage everybody to go check that out. Dope. All right. I did not see that. Very cool. Um, I will go with Bianca Belair, obviously. Monster, monster couple of weeks. She had a great uh, gauntlet win on Raw last week to get her the final slot in the Women's Elimination Chamber. And then she wins the chamber and now finds herself on the poster against Big Time Bex. So I'll give it to Bianca Belair, who I expect to end WrestleMania night one, perhaps, with championship gold around her waist. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. Dipperstein. I got to give it up to Jade Cargill this week again. Um, she's so fire. I mean, she's a, she's a talk about star. I mean, she's a future something. Maybe. I mean, she's the highest. Oh, level. By the way, she, she's something. She's something. She's awesome to oh, watch. Yeah. I think she, um, uh, she had that match against Anna J this week. Um, mm-hmm. on rampage. And, uh, I just think that she is improving every week. It gets better. She gets more compelling. She's getting better on the mic. Um, and uh, I think she's going to be a, I got to be honest, I got to predict this. I think she's going to be a future WWE women's champion. <laughs> hey, um, talk about a safe bet. Jade Cargill, big star, big wrestling star. I agree with you 1000%. I think she is. She's mage, dude. Uh, mage up a storm. Mail. Zach says, Pete, Greg, and Dip. Wow, very boring intro. Zach. Yeah, that's our name. I'm thinking about it. No nicknames, like just no, nothing. Government, just straight. I'm thinking about it. There's one opponent who makes the most sense for Cody, and that is the Miz. 
While some people may find this underwhelming, the story is sitting right there. Miz and Cody debuted around the same time, and despite not having the bloodline, Miz achieved far more than Cody ever has. Even after Cody left and Miz has stayed, Miz has been a multi-time tag champ, multi-time IC champ, Money in the Bank winner, and WWE champion. Outside the ring, Miz has also achieved everything Cody has tried. Bigger reality show with his wife. Uh, more mainstream exposure. Dance with the stars. Dance with the stars. Yeah. And Miz does so much media, it provides a great opportunity to promote this match all over. Also, Miz is such a great heat magnet that it could make Cody a bigger baby face than he's ever been, which will set up an even longer face run or make his heel turn even bigger. Not to mention, they're great friends, so the chemistry during promos and the match will be excellent. Would love to hear your thoughts. I think that's a mage and totally reasonable email. Yeah. I have no issue with Agreed. that match. I think that um, you know how I feel about the Miz. I think he's one of wrestling's biggest stars, and uh, having him tell an effective story with Cody back into the company would be a big win for everybody. And shout out to Cannonball too. Miz had a game show. Don't forget. Don't, don't disrespect Cannonball. I loved Cannonball. By point. the way, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Mail. Nikki, what? Shout out Nikki Ash, changing her name. She, she's sorry. Andy says, should Nikki Ash change her name to Nikki Nash? Not almost a superhero. Yeah. Thoughts? Thank you. <laughs> I don't hate I'm into it. I don't hate it. The reason I like it is if you could make her name Nikki Nash, eventually we'll forget about how she even got there and she just has a normal name. Yeah. I don't look, you guys, she needs a gear change. The gear needs to change. The cape and the yellow and the blue. It looks crazy at this point. It's gotta go. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think they did enough with it, man. When they first when they first did it, I think they had the opportunity to throw out costumes and 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 do something fun for the kids and, you know, comic books and this and that. Even if it was just like a comic book poster, like, you know, they just they didn't do enough. Yeah, I no, I hate to say I told you so, but it never it never felt great for me. Male. Steve says, what's up, Chief Pete? First of all, I love you guys. You give me the dose of wrestling talk I need each week, other than sitting at my favorite wrestling-themed bar in Brooklyn, DDT. What? Wow, never been never there. Never this. Yeah. Pause. What is this? Please look this up. Looking right now. Imme what? The revelation of the cinch. <laughs> do I need to, DDT do I need to on you? Just to have a beer? Yeah, yeah I, think, I think so. DDT on Union Street in Brooklyn. Wow. Oh, my God. The, right when you go to the website, it's, it's, a, it's the most pathetic website I've ever seen, but it says DDT, best there is, best there was, best there ever will wow. be. Wow. It started on Saturday and Sunday mornings in front of the TV, the excitement of watching our heroes and being in awe of their larger-than-life personas. Getting older and taking the passion and personalities to apply that to a lifetime in the hospitality industry. DDT is the bar to provide that excitement with the comfort of home with food, beer, and cocktails that will take you there. Oh. We are proud to be a part of the community in Park Slope and being your go-to for a bite to eat or just to relax. Hit the drop. Hit the Fat Joe drop. We like to relax. Oh, I love to relax. I'm one of the biggest. I'm one of the biggest relaxers. You schedule relaxation. It's insane. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm napping and napping. You know me. I have never done a scheduled relaxation in my life. That includes vacations. Yeah, you're missing out. 
Rosenberg says he was like, wow. Yeah, I was like, wow. <laughs> DDT bar. I, I'm trying to see. Oh, they have a, oh, they have an Instagram? Let's go to their, let's see. Oh, here we go. I'm looking at their Instagram. DDT Brooklyn. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm following look, right now. They have six days ago. Wow. Six days ago, Dip, they posted uh, the poster for Sammy versus Darby and said, five-star guarantee on this match. See you tonight. Hashtag wrestling bar. What? Dip, are you moving? Dip, are you moving to Brooklyn? Wow. You it's think you know people. You think you know a city. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, I have, I have one concern here. I don't see a re- <laughs> they have nothing resembling recent WWE. Wow. And, and that's. Is there anything? That's what worries me. It's only old. There's old WWE stuff and new AEW stuff. <laughs> Listen, the, the road to WrestleMania the, is kicking up the way, right sounds now. Sounds good to me. <laughs> what do you What do you mean? Is it you got a problem? I, I said. I said a guy. I, I was leaving the building today. I, I, at Hot, we go in on Wednesday and Thursday, and one of the doormen said to me, "When are you going to have some AEW guys up here?" I was like, probably not going to happen, pal. <laughs> and he was like, oh, really? I was like, yeah, I wouldn't count on it. And and he goes, man, I haven't watched WWE in three years, man. They lost me. And I was like, damn. I didn't have anything to say. I was just like, I'm sorry to he- hear that. <laughs> yeah. WrestleMania? You know? It, uh, listen, it's not a big number, but they're, they're a group that exists, unfortunately. I think I want to go to this bar. <laughs> well, we know you do. Can we go to the bar? Of course. Yeah, I think let's we're go. I'm a, I'm a, can I tell you what? I'm a little upset they haven't reached out with an invite yet, though. A little offended. Just a little bit. Does it look I, like they're a in my bar? city? They're in the city of a champion. They're in your and city, they but they're, not no? in the, they're in the wrong borough, though. Let's, let's be honest. True, true. They are in the wrong borough. It's a repug borough confirmed. You don't like the borough? No, no, I I, I don't. I, I like Brooklyn. I Park Slope's nice. It's it's fine. It's I don't know if it's for me, but with the right apartment, anything could be for me. Who knows, right? But I'm I'm very interested to check it out. Very interesting. Well, okay. Well, we've given them a lot of free pub. So next time I want to be invited over for a burger and a, a view. They have a little park at the bar. Wow. I'm looking, I'm seeing a La Parca mask. Wow, that excites you. I know it does. I like La Parca. All right, so let's. So he uh, back to Steve's email. I wanted to talk about the Cody of it all. <laughs> Did it ever dawn on you guys that this could possibly be the greatest single work in wrestling history, and only Tony and Cody know about it? This may have been this. This may have been Brian Pillman inspire inspiration all over it. Think about uh, when. Uh, think back to when he let his WCW contract expire so he could shoot the angle of working for WWE. Okay, I know his intention was to stay with WWE, but still. What if Cody and Tony are plotting a storyline where Cody gets a four-month contract and then goes back to AEW all healed out to the max as the guy who left because he's better than AEW? I don't think Vince would ever let him sign the four-month contract, though, dude, to no. do that. They have a gimmick called Drinksuke Nakamura. Oh, <laughs> no. We've lost it. <laughs> yeah, Dip is gone. <laughs> um, I said that I, if this, this could be, the, I said last week, this could be the biggest work of all time and it would be yeah, so but made. It's, but it's, it's, the fact that it's not, I know the fact that they said dashing on TV 
on Monday was uh, they gave us that Easter egg. It just oh, yeah. confirms it. Although, I mean, it was it, it, and the annoying part is right when he said dashing, you knew it wasn't going to be Cody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah. Yep. Wow. SGG. How about this? From the New York Times, the subway will test platform doors at three stations. Wow. Platform. Shout out to all the New Yorkers. Apparently, they 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 don't want people to die in the tracks anymore. <laughs> About time. What does that mean? It's a it's a pilot program where they will put these doors in the subway that block basically the track so you can't get thrown to your death. And when the trains pull up, they stop where the openings are and it opens and you can walk. That's on. what concerns me, though. That's what concerns me is that in my experience, what? the conductors have never had the precision to stop the trains in the same spot. Oh, it'll probably be um, they'll probably find tech to go with that, too. They have to. The conductors you're right. have you're never right. you mess that up. Ne- never in my life got the doors to stop at the same spot or in the right spot. And I've been in other Look cities where they have the platform fries. doors. <laughs> you're, you're seeing waffle fries? I see waffle fries. I also see the beautiful well, entire bar m- 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 and m- m- Mania m- 5 m- is m- on m- with subtitles. It's three. It's three. It's three. I'm, I'm seeing Steve. Dip, dip is going. How deep are you in the never- Instagram? It's, it's a, I'm it's at the end. Is. February 2020 is the first post. Wow, it's brand it's new. Been, it's, been two, it's been two years and they haven't called me. That's Come insane. You think you it's not right. People. You know, we could have done a live cheap heat there already. Yeah. Wow. What are we doing? Wow. So anyways, thank you for the call. I, I don't, I mean the email, I don't think the, oh, here's another Cody idea. What's up, PG and D? Some of the worst nicknames this week. It's pathetic. If you've ever heard Bischoff explain the real story with Hall and Nash, it's not like they were two WWE guys invading WCW. He claims the idea was that they were two disgruntled former WCW guys who were forced to leave the company to make a name for themselves, and now they're back to seek revenge. That is exactly the situation with Cody if he returns to WWE. I'd love to see him do a similar invasion angle. I'm not sure who his Nash should be, there aren't any other former WWE guys who are in AEW with contracts about to expire. But if he had someone and the two of them terrorized the company, had Vince, Shane, let's pretend they didn't send Shane away, even Shawn Michaels in the ring at their mercy, and then we hear time to play the game and a healthy Triple H returns to save the day, hits the ring, Cody and his partner powder out, then Triple H turns around and attacks Shane, Vince and Shawn, and Triple H is the third man? Cuts a promo about how Vince and Sean ruined his NXT. They never appreciated him. And now he's back to ruin them. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are it's a major idea. Yeah. I mean, the, recreating the NWO gimmick is the most marky thing you could do. <laughs> but it's what we all want to fantasize about. Well, who would be the second man, though? I think that makes By a the way, great it, right? end to like if True. No, you're right. Because if you don't have it, if it's just one, it's tough. He ends the email beautifully, though. Of course, by the time you read this and record the next pod, WWE could have released vignettes of Cody and Polka Dots as a car mechanic for his new gimmick set to debut on main event next week. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. Uh, Skylar and I were talking about that this week. It's like he's going to start shooting vignettes. It's like Cody is back, you know, or some schmageggy thing like that. I really hope it's not like that. 
Skylar did it better. He did like a whole, he did the full promo. <laughs> I just improvised <laughs> it. But I can't, I can't even imagine the the negative reaction if it's just like a re- like he just comes in and starts like having squash matches and it's just a regular part of the roster. They make mention of nothing. There's no angle. Oh my god, that's well, the thing though. Who right? <laughs> no, no. I think they're probably trying to weigh that out, right? Because there would be a negative reaction, but from what segment of their actual audience? Like, would it be enough for them to care? Heel, dude. Mega heel. Invasion yeah, heel. I mean. Cause this is the th- this is the thing, right? They've WWE has gone f- so far deep into the, you know, AEW has a ceiling and they have a hardcore audience, so we cater to a wider audience than they do, and and blah blah blah, and it's all valid. But then if Cody comes in, can they turn around and cater to that same audience that they said they don't need to cater to because they have everybody else and they're working with a more vast array, right? Wouldn't be wouldn't dropping Cody in as a mega heel invader, be doing something for that same audience that they said they're not going to cater specifically to? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, is it too inside for them to even consider it? Hmm. That, that, that's, a, that's an interesting point. I think it's a good point. It's not easy, guys. We act like it's easy. It's not easy. It's very easy to mess this thing up. It's <laughs> yeah. very easy. Uh. We, we, I mean, we always are going to crush them when they, when they, when it does get messed up. But the truth is, it's not easy. Uh, Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. Thank you to our producer, Troy. And um, hope everyone has a wonderful week this week and uh, chooses in their life to stay mage. I take it easy. I can't believe you don't know who Salvatore Sincere was. It's professional. Yeah, that's insane. No. Not even a little bit. What about rank Didn't ring Salvage. a bell at all. I'm looking right now. Nothing Mantar. You have no Mantar. No Mantar. I mean, I know, I know of the Mantar thing happening. What thing? He was a, so we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna call that a no. He doesn't know. He doesn't know Man, Mantar either. I mean, I know Mantar was a character. Peter, I think you would have been friends with Bull Meccano. Oh yeah. And we got him back. He knows Bull Meccano. We got him back. Yeah. She was mage confirmed.